and welcome to your Royal Rooters Pack podcast, your hub for your nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and your ele- and your 51-time Scottish Premier League champions, Celtic football. I am your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the Junkyard Dog, also known as the T.O. Swiggins, and you can't change that. We are back after a week off, yes. Sorry, I should have told I should have said something to you guys about that. I mean, we really didn't really plan on taking the week off. We just got a lot of stuff going on Saturday and uh to the point where we couldn't record. We just had a lot of stuff going on that day. Dad was over here helping me out with some stuff like we chopped wood. Um I think we did some guardian stuff like that. Like yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, we uh, painted a filing cabinet and put it in my room. Yeah, that's – and it was also Father's Day weekend. So, yeah, sorry we didn't do a Father's Day weekend podcast show. We'll do better next time. Yeah. It's just a lot was going on last Saturday with that disappointment. And it looks like we're going to have a lot of other stuff going on tomorrow too. So that's why we're recording tonight on Friday night or Friday late Friday afternoon. That's why we're recording now. Yeah, I gotta help dad with something. He's building a swing set for my nephew Fox in their house, so I gotta go over there and uh, help him move a few uh, boards or uh, pillars and stuff like that for the swing set. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, two by four wood. Yes. Um. So yeah. So um, a lot is going on. So last time we talked, we didn't know there was gonna be baseball going up to Red Sox. News. We didn't know there was going to be baseball, but you know what? This week, Tuesday, the boys of summer are coming back. The boys are back. As Well, actually, first they rejected the 60 season players' union, and then Rob Manfred said he was somehow going to use his executive order or something like that to implement a season, 60 season. So, you know what? You guys are voting. So, tough, tough poop. We are going with the season. And that's what happened. So the owners agreed, and then the players' union decided on Tuesday night. Yeah, let's go. Baseball is officially back. Yeah. So what's going to happen is, um, so the season is so they'll start on July the first with spring training. They'll start that back up again. Play a little bit of some expedition games and stuff like that. And July, the weekend of July the twenty third and the twenty fourth, they'll have a they'll start opening day and they'll play at stadiums with no fans which is looking like there was news this week that we could possibly see some fans at Fenway Park but it's up up in the air for now we don't really know what's going to happen yeah they might seriously yeah yeah they might find some more cases of COVID-19 which they now have had or at least a Red Sox player has tested positive for COVID or COVID nineteen, someone on the forty man roster, roster who will name anonymous. Yeah, so we don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah. spare him the shame. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, at this point, if you're, I mean, seriously, if yeah, um, so if you don't want to play, then 
I guess just stay at home. We'll get someone from the they'll just get someone from the minor leagues to just take your spot. So yeah. I'd just take that approach because at this time I really want baseball back, sports back, especially baseball. This stinks without any sports. It this should be the time of the year where I should be getting ready to turn on a Red Sox game right now. Speaking of which, who would they be playing today if the season wasn't put on hold? They would be playing the Cardinals at Fenway Parks. Yeah. I know a couple of people that are Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, living here in McLean County, Illinois, there's probably going to be, you're going to see a lot more red or uh, more uh, Cardinals, Cubs, a few White Sox fans, but yeah. That's more of the majority of fans you're going to see around here, Cardinals and Cubs and White Sox. Yeah. Or no, baseball fans whatsoever. I mean, you don't have to like baseball. All right. So the new rules are, so there will be 60 games, as I said. So 40 AL East or 40 divisional teams or divisional games, stuff like that. And then 20, I say region in the region. So like, NL East team, so basically, so basically, the Red Sox will be playing the AL and uh, NL East teams. That's what I'm trying to say. It's kind of like what's it's trying to say. What's it looking like there? So yeah, and there will be a universal DH. So yeah, it's about to say about time the pitcher shouldn't be hitting for themselves. I have been a stickler for that since I've become a fan of baseball. It just it would boggle my mind that. One league will uh, not let their pitchers hit for themselves, but the other league will let them pitch for themselves. And I just feel like that it just doesn't seem right. I mean, seriously. I mean, I feel like – and pitchers aren't really good hitters. Well, you know, Madison Bumgarner and Noah Syndergaard. No. But no. 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 Pitchers cannot hit for themselves. Seriously. Don't, don't bring that argument. That's a pointless argument. No. Yeah, a, a few pitchers have – can actually rake. So what? The majority of them can't, especially American League hitters or American League pitchers. Yeah, seriously. That's just a stupid argument. Just because, like, a few pitchers can actually hit the ball out of the yard. It's just, uh, I don't know. Just seriously. You know what my opinion about pitchers should be? They should pitch when their team is on the field, when they're on defense, and then when their team is on offense, when their team is hitting – they should be sitting in the dugout thinking about how they're going to dominate the next half inning. They shouldn't be concerned about, oh, I wonder what I should do my next at bat. I might grow. I, I mean, seriously. Just, just get rid of the pitchers hitting for themselves. I don't care if it's strategy or tradition. Screw it, because it's about time that the National League adopts a designated hitter. Oh, you just looked at it because your team uses the DH and you got David Ortiz. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's not. I just feel like it just seems weird. And you don't and, – and here's the argument too. You don't always have to use – so if you want to use the guy and you know your pitcher rakes, you don't have to DH him. You can DH somebody else on the team like your catcher, your um, second baseman, whoever. I mean, seriously. I mean, we did that for a normal community baseball too in high school. Yeah, like we would let the sometimes let the pitcher hit for themselves, but we'll still have a DH, and that DH will probably hit for like someone in the other the non-pitcher positions, like catcher, second baseman, outfielder. Depends on depends. I would do it like I would kind of switch it back off. Like one day 
yeah, it'll be your catcher. Then the another day will be your first baseman. And then, yeah, go around. Yeah. So, so yeah, give so, – so basically give someone in your position a day off each day from hitting. So, yeah, that's one. Yeah. So other Red Sox news. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, another rule is – and this really tickles my dad pink. I mean, he hates this rule. So in extra innings, every team will get to uh, start with a runner on second base. It takes away from the game. Yeah, it's not very really normal, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Whatever way, whatever way to like decrease the marathon inning games that don't get over until like three or four a.m. Yeah, those are the worst. I mean, and that stinks because I got there. I mean, there's others. I mean, not that I say I don't want to stay up and see my team win, but. I, I have stuff like work. I mean, there's some nights I can't do that because I got work because I don't think that a uh, few people at work would uh, really agree with me staying up late and then getting into work. Late. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, yes, I mean, it is part of the game to go into extra innings and fight it out until someone does. But still, I meant a marathon. It's just, it's just, I don't know, because everybody, I don't know. I don't know about that rule. All right, another news. So the Red Sox have signed their or signed one of their top draft picks, Blaze Jordan. Let me see how much they uh, got him to. Yeah, so they signed him. They got him on a deal. Blaze. Blaze Jordan, what a name. <laughs> What a name. All right, so Blaze Jordan. So the guy uh, we picked on uh, with the eight with the ninety-eight pick in the third round from uh so yeah, from the Dill the Soto Central High School in Mississippi State. So he was gonna go to or in Mississippi, yeah, Mississippi. So he was gonna go to Mississippi State. He decided not to, and he decided to sign with the Red Sox. Please tell me what the what his contract is, please. Yeah. Hold on. It shouldn't be hard. It really Here we are. So he has decided to sign for, with the Red Sox to a $1.75 million deal. All right, sure. I feel like that's a rookie deal, but uh, pretty neat. So, yeah, so I've been hearing this guy's supposed to be really good. The kid can actually rake. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he was part of that home run derby during the All-Star game for high school. Yeah, for uh, our amateurs. Like, so not, yeah, so, yeah, he was actually in the home run derby. Yeah. He's not even a pro yet. He hasn't even made his major league debut. Any story. Yeah. No, no. So, like, it was, like, amateur, like, home run derby. It was before, like, the actual home run derby was going on. But, yeah, so. So, pretty neat. So, a really good hitter. So, kind of like an Albert Pools in a way. So, it kind of, like, has that, like, uh, hitting mentality like Albert Pools. So, can't wait to see him. So, yeah. 
first for or a third baseman, first baseman. Whatever the yeah. Any other Red Sox news to adjourn to? I think we're good. All right. So last time we talked, um, Tom Brady has took some pictures or finally was able to get photographed in Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. And it caused so much heat on Twitter from Patriots fans saying, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about some some of the Patriots fans. You're throwing this man under the bus. The man who really does not owe us anything whatsoever. He's given us everything we have ever wanted. Six Super Bowl rings. Yeah, and seriously, and let the man decide. I mean, yes, I was a little sad when he finally decided he didn't want to play for the Patriots anymore and decided to sign with Tampa Bay. Like literally ten to eight hours later. Yeah. But at the same time, he is a grown man. He can decide whether he wants to. And you know what? This is the best decision or a best decision for his family and for himself. Then all power to him. I mean, seriously, he really doesn't owe us anything. And what I've been hearing, the Patriots didn't really offer him that much. Like Bill Belichick did not offer him. Yeah, they kind of just let him go. But yeah. So I will say best of luck to him, except if he's playing with the Tam or playing against the Patriots, then yeah, screw him. But I really wanted to see him succeed somewhere else. And yeah. My mind, he is always once a Patriot, always a Patriot. And you know what? He will still be one of the greatest Patriots of all time. And you know what? If you're a Patriots fan and you're already like throwing him under the bus, shame on you. Shame on you. In fact, don't be a Patriot fan anymore. <laughs> The man has given you so much, and you're already throwing him under the bus. Screw you. All right. So not really other other Patriots news to report. Yeah. We did address that Colin Kaepernick could possibly be Patriot, but it's kind of dying down now. Yeah, it's kind of looking like that he possibly might sign with the L.A. Chargers. Nothing really else to return to. All right, NBA news. All right, so Celtics or Celtics news. Let's see, so it's looking like there's been a rise of like COVID nineteen cases now. Yeah, in Florida, so like sixteen NBA players have had COVID nineteen. So, yeah, so I am kind of a little worried about the restart. Yeah. Here you are. Adam Silver said he is concerned about the increase, but he said players will be safer if they're on the Disney uh, or Disney World or Disney World campus or something like that, or like that little bubble that they're all talking about. Yeah, he said they'll be safer if they just stay in there. So Kyrie Irving, I feel like the reason they uh, were uh, protesting, it wasn't because of COVID-19. It was more that uh, more of like the racial issues that have been going on in our country. Like now, I feel like they've been kind of like saying like, hey, do something a little bit changing about like uh, 
like hiring of NBA uh, GMs and stuff like that, like hire more of them, which hire more non-Caucasian, more African-American GMs. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot more of the, uh, a lot more African GMs than there, or African-American GMs than there are white ones. But I don't know. Like, I feel like Kyrie is like, Acting typical Kyrie. I mean, seriously, we warned the Nets fans about this. We did warn them about this. I don't know why. Yeah. And he's supposed to be – and they said they – and actually I heard Ken, Kendrick Perkins. Remember him, old Kendrick, old Perk? Yeah. So he basically went after Ky, or went after Kyrie basically, like, said he's a shame and, like, shouldn't be – or, like, a disgrace and shouldn't, like, be, like – a, or a vice president of the Players Association, which I, that surprised me. Seriously, he's supposed to be one of the second in command in player in the player union, and he's already like acting like this. What the hell is going on? Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna find something here. So last time we talked, it kind of almost looked like that. Uh, Kyrie are not. Jason Tatum could actually get a max contract pretty soon. I'm trying to find. Yeah. So he could possibly get a max deal from the Celtics. So good. Lock him up. As in, like, lock him up for a long term. Yeah. Get him get him signed. Which is kind of bad because it looks like somebody, yeah. Yeah. So the schedule will be released tonight. Well, this to stay. So yeah, so they have finalized. So they so it, technically they are going to go as scheduled for the NBA uh, return bubble. So they have this, or they will uh, comprehensive plan for the July thirtieth restart at Disney World has been finalized. Schedule will be released tonight. So yeah, this is from eleven fifty p.m. eleven fifty a.m. So, yeah, pretty neat. So, yeah, if they uh, resign uh, Jason Tatum, then, yeah, what could that do to someone like uh, Gordon Hayward? Probably is going to opt in now. Is he opting in or? I think he is opting in. So, yeah, so, yeah, because, yeah, they're going to have enough money for him. So, he's going to be on. I mean, yeah, so I, I still like Gordon Hayward, but at the same time, his stay hasn't really been, yeah, that, yeah, great. So, yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's not really his fault. I mean, most of it is, like, he dealt with a really bad injury at the beginning of the Celtics career. Like, day game one, like, he basically went down quickly with a really almost career-ending injury. So, that that's probably why that, like, kind of, like, uh, slowed down his game and stuff like that to the point where, like, he's not the same former player that he was in Utah. Yeah, that's probably why that, yeah, he hasn't really been producing, which kind of stinks because every Celtics fan wanted him to succeed here. But it just didn't work out. Yeah, so he possibly might be heading somewhere. Miami might be a choice. They were thinking, too, if, like, something like Florida doesn't work out. Or, uh, and this is going back to the NBA bubble, if, like, Disney World doesn't work out. There was, like, I feel – I've listened to this Celtics podcast called the Causeway Street Podcast. And they were talking about how possibly Las Vegas might be an option for a restart there if Orlando doesn't work out. Which they're kind of, at this rate, it's gonna it's still gonna happen. July the 30th will be 
or opening day or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like the first day of the restart season. So, yeah. And so, any other M or any other Celtics NBA news report? Nah. All right. All right. So, let's see. NHL news. So, it looks like um the NHL will start on the same day as. The NBA restarts, so July or July the 30th will start the playoffs again. Yeah. So the M, so the NHL Hall of Fame released its uh hall or NHL released its Hall of Fame um candidates and stuff like that. Yesterday. Yesterday. And it looks like Like Jerome Ingela, who used to play for the Celtic or play for the Bruins, has been elected selected to the NHL Hall of Fame. Good for him. Yeah, he's going in. So when did he play? Like I kind of do remember him. I'm just trying to remember when he played. So he's going in the Hall of Fame. He played with the Bruins. Yeah, for one season, 2004, 2012, 2013, 2014 season. Right. Scoring, he had 30 goals, 31 assists, and scored 61 points. Yeah, one season with Boston. So yeah, everywhere everywhere else he played in Calgary, Colorado, Pittsburgh, and uh with the LA Kings. All right, so did he win a stand? He did not win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Old number twelve. Gonna be heading to the Hall of Fame. See who else got in. Any other Bruins? Yeah. So they found out about the Bruins player. They got a uh, COVID. So it looks like he, I feel like he uh, tested positive, but then tested ne or tested negative later on. That's what I've been hearing. Could be, I could be reading out wrong. Right, where's off? Here we are. Yeah, no. Yeah, wait. Nope. Yeah, just one Bruin. It looks like one Bruin's just going in. Yeah. Drone Ingla. Ingla. Yeah. Played with the Bruins from 2013-2014 season. 
Any other Bruins news to report? Nope. All right. Okay, so any other any Notre Dame football news? And yeah, not really. They did take part, like the players did take part in a Black Lives Matter um, rally on Notre Dame's campus. I feel like, yeah, I see that uh, Coach Brian Kelly was on was um in the ra- in the rally too, helping out. Yeah, yeah. So they took part of a yeah stand together hashtag stand together. So like players did take part in a yeah in solidarity for Black Lives Matter. At least they're doing, yeah, at least they're doing something like to try to, yeah. Yeah, at least they're trying to make their voices heard on an issue that really is affecting our country right now. Yeah, rally together as a team. So, yeah. Anything else? Not a lot else going on. They started their uh, summer workout and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's about it. Celtic football. There has been some news on from Celtic football. Have been some news. All right. So it looks like there will be a return to play for Celtic football. Yeah, for at least for the Champions League. Yeah. Champions League, which they're a part of, part of like the European. So that remember that European Cup I was talking about. This is the Champions League. This is the European Cup, per se, which they haven't won since 1967. All right, so return to play. Come on. So there has been a return to play for the European Cup or European, yeah. Turn to play. Oh, come on. Let's go. Looks like former or former Celtic coach uh, Stragan's uh, son, uh, Gavin, has been uh, made the Celtics' uh, first coach job, first team job. team all right okay where is it so yeah so he's been made to like count like one of the Where's return? Yeah. 
So yeah. Yeah, so he's now one of the first team coaches, which I feel like it's like one of their minor league teams or something like that. One of their so it's not the main team, so to say. All right, we're going to have to take a break. Well, we'll come back. We'll uh, talk about the Champions League returning. Don't go anywhere. All right, so we are back. So we finally found the um, article. So Champions League will resume on August the 7th. All right, so here we are. Here's the schedule. So the 7th and 8th uh, round of 16 second legs venues to be confirmed and then the 12 15th august uh, quarterfinals in lisbon uh the 18th and 19th august um will be uh semifinals in lisbon which is basically where the european cup is lisbon portugal yeah and then uh the 23rd will be the final and then yeah so coming finals yeah so All right, so yeah, so you play. So, so it looks like Chelsea. Yeah, will play him. And I don't really show on who. It, yeah, so this would uh, actually affect Celtic a little bit. So yeah, so this is like just saying like how because that's the European Cup they'll take part in and stuff like that. So yeah, so it is resuming August the seventh. So yeah, so so there will probably be some Celtics Celtic football. In August the seventh, so we'll we'll let you know about those uh, league games and stuff like that. So we'll let you know do updates and stuff like that. I am thinking of maybe possibly doing something like more other teams, like some college teams, maybe some an English Premier League team, yeah, maybe a German Premier or a Bundesliga uh, team. You could do that. Yeah. We'll let you know about that. Yeah. I'll find out about the other leagues too. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, we'll let you know. So, like, I am going to pick a favorite English Premier League team and we'll probably talk about it next week, but I'll make an announcement about it. Who is Tom going to pick as his favorite English Premier League team? Well, if he's a Red Sox fan, he'd probably go with Liverpool. Eh, not really. Yeah, they just won the English Premier League just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were supposed to be probably one of the best teams out there. So, yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe not. You just have to find out on Saturday. Or next, or next week's episode. All right. So getting into what today's episode. So basically, so we're gonna do a new segment called uh, "What Time" or "What I've Been Watching Lately" or "What's on TV" segment. So I've been um, watching stuff on like stuff like Netflix, Hulu, um, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, like original shows, stuff like that. And a little bit of other shows too. So, 
Yeah, it's been sad, heavy hearts that it looks like Hulu took South Park off of a. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah we'll get into that. Don't talk about that right now. Just yeah. All right. All right. So a few other shows I've been watching. So um, Babylon Berlin is one on Netflix. So it's basically it takes part in Germany, like like 1929, 1928, like 10 or 10 years or decade after World War I. So like during the Depression, so way before, a little bit before Hitler rise to power and stuff like that. So like this is during the roaring 20s and stuff like that. It talks about a falsest detective who got transferred over to transferred over to Berlin from Cologne. And uh, it turns out that like he's actually, you'll find out later in the show that like he's actually there for a purpose. So, yeah, so he's actually there for something. Um, yeah. So I've finished, yeah, so I watched season one of that. So, yeah. yeah. And also uh, fall in the show also falls like these uh, Russians who are uh, escaping from Stalin's, uh, Stalin's uh, Soviet Russia, trying to escape there. So you find out there. So so we're we just finished episode one of uh, Babylon Berlin. Then we watched the Beastie Boys uh story or documentary. I didn't know. I thought that was more like it was kind of like the Last Dance a little bit. They'll break it up into like ten parts like that. But no, just one episode, just only one documentary episode. The Beastie Boys. That's kind of cool. Re, re or um reliving some of that or some of those uh, their music and stuff like that. A little funny story. So. For Harlan baseball, we played Parkland, and they're our, our tribal. So apparently, so we've been hitting this dude, hitting this dude, and that's when we started scoring. So they decided to, after we he gave up the Parkland pitcher gave up like certain amount of runs, their coach decided to take him out and then put a guy in. So, but the guys walk up, the relief pitchers walk up was Brass Monkey by uh, Beastie Boys. So uh, we decided to kind of taunt him with that, like so. Yeah, when they came up to the brass monkey, one of us would go act like a monkey, like, <laughs> yeah, kind of like make fun of the two. But yeah, that was a really good song. That's that's what I kind of remember about it too. Just the whole brass monkey, brass monkey, yeah, <laughs> brass monkey, do 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 do. Kind of, yeah, we, yeah. Central Park does another Apple TV one, like the Beastie Boys. It's kind of made by the same guy who did a uh, Bob's Burgers. So it kind of follows this uh, park or a uh, Central Park Ranger and uh, like park keeper and stuff like that. And like, yeah, just follows him and his family and just, yeah. Kind of has the same people from like the show Frozen and stuff like that. Yeah, and they kind of actually recruited some of those cast members from, yeah. yeah. So I watched season one uh, or season or season one, episode one. So we're on currently right now on season two or episode two. So yeah, yeah. Then uh, Comrade Detective, which is uh, an Amazon Prime show, which basically uh, is a show about, I think it's like Romania or something like that, during like communist Russia. It was like based off an actual TV show that was made in Romania during communist uh, occupation back in the 80s and stuff like that. They kind of remake it and like make it sound like they're talking English and stuff like that and like, yeah. And it was kind of like a propaganda kind of show, too. So it was like kind of, yeah, made it sound, make communism look good and stuff like that. Comrade Detective. Yeah. Let's go to police. 
Crossing Stores, won't go into that, but it's a Hulu. I haven't really started watching that. I'm on episode, going back to Comrade Detective, I'm on uh, episode two now. So, yeah, Crossing Swords. That's uh, another, that's like Seth Green, like made by the same guy that did Robot Chicken. Yeah, but I haven't watched, started watching episodes yet. The Crown, I watched that. I'm on season two or season two, or episode two. So I finished season one. So basically, it's like basically following the. Uh, um, Reign of Queen Elizabeth and stuff like that. The one that's currently in, still in, and yeah, it's pretty old now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Das Boot. Yeah, actually on Hulu. I haven't watched that yet, but actually, it's kind of based off the actual movie Das Boot about yeah German U boats during World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Defending Jacob. That's a uh, Apple TV. Original, I'm on season, uh, or I'm on episode two of season one. Yeah. So, I actually heard, yeah, the actual, uh, there have been some, yeah, Chris Evans who plays, or plays, like, Captain America on, um, Marvel, on the Marvel, uh, trail, or on the Marvel, of uh, trilogies is in it. He's the dad. Are you Jacob Varner's dad? <laughs> yeah, when they're, like, interrogating, like, some of these kids, it's, it's a show about why, or about, a town in Newham in uh, or um, Newham, Massachusetts. Yeah, so that's why I kind of like. It. Yeah, yeah, they're all Red Sox fans in that show. Yeah, well, actually, there was a one of the kids' house. They actually do have like a championship poster of like all the Red Sox championships, but 2018 got left out. I don't know why. I even though like they did this before the 2018 season, or the kid didn't really decide to update his poster yet. <laughs> didn't update his poster. Get with the times. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so defending Jacob is like a town in New or uh, in Massachusetts, like in around the bo- Greater Boston, and um, so there is a murder of uh, one of uh, the main character J- Jacob Barner, who a uh, friend or friend ends up mysteriously getting murdered and mysteriously dumped out in the wilderness and stuff like that outside of town. So yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Chris Evans is in it. Low known fact, he is from Boston. Captain America, yeah, he's from Boston. Yeah, Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah, and also the actress who uh, plays uh, Mary Crawley in Downton Abbey. You don't know what I'm talking about, Downton Abbey. All right. Yeah, my mom would be mad at you guys if you didn't know what Downton Abbey is. But Downton Abbey is like, it's a other show, British show about uh, like upper class uh, aristocracy in England during like, Time of like uh early nineteen hundreds, like during World War One, during the twenties too, and she's one of the ma- or the oldest sister in that show, Mary Docker. Or um, oh, is it? Hold on. Well, yeah, know who the actress' name is? Downton Abbey. Here we are. Yeah, she plays Mary Qua- Crawley in the show. Let's see. <laughs> Michelle Dougherty, yeah, Michelle Dougherty, Lady Mary Crawley, but in that she's a uh, Jacob Barner's mom, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Chris Evans' character is a lawyer in uh, um, Newton, Massachusetts, well, in Boston, and then uh, Mary Do- or Michelle Dougherty's character is like she kind of runs this uh, home for like neglected children and stuff like that, kind of like is the director there and stuff like that, yeah. So yeah, so this one of Jacob's friends ends up getting killed 
mysteriously. And they're trying to do an investigation. You find out later in the episode that Jacob might have a hand in it. And that's why, yeah, defending Jacob. It kind of, yeah, but it, you kind of start knowing that, yeah, that this, him and uh, his Jacob and his buddy don't really, yeah. So I'm on episode one of that, or finished episode two, or episode, I can't talk. Um, I'm on episode two of season one. Disenchantment is basically made by the is a Netflix original made by the same guys who did a uh, um, Future Roma is about like kind of like like a fictional medieval yeah it's kind of funny as somewhat funny yeah I'm on episode two we won't go into details of that Empire of Games is basically about a documentary it's kind of like a documentary about the empires around the world I'm on, I just finished the episode about the Roman Empire which is episode one. I'm on episode two. Fada is another Netflix original. Um, Fada is about like um, Israeli special forces or like kind of like uh, assassins kind of like in modern times are basically like take out Palestinian uh, um, terrorists and stuff like that. And like they basically, yeah, so like they go to like stuff like weddings of like some of these like Palestinians or like uh, or Palestinians or Islam or yeah. Um, a Palestinian terrorist that uh, they know and basically just take him out. Like just, yeah, I'm the kid. I'm the kid. I'm the caterer. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They actually do that. Yeah. So I'm on episode two of season one. Yeah. So my dad suggested me this to me. He's really big in military stuff, especially if it's something like Israeli yeah. and Irish Catholic from us. Yeah. Irish Catholic from uh, Stokey's, yes. Well, I mean, Stokey's, like, in Chicago is basically, yeah, kind of like Chicago is, like, a Jewish-American community, Stokey's, Illinois. Yeah, so, yeah, he basically grew up there, yes. Yeah. 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 All right, Fragger Rock, Rock Out. This is an Apple... Original. I'm not really sure about this. I'm not really sure. I'm on episode one. It, it just looked weird. I just I put it on there because Fraggle Rock. That's why I used to grow up with Fraggle Rock and stuff like that. I thought this would be kind of cool. Frontier is a Netflix original. Jason Moda, you know Aquaman is a uh, in it. He plays Declan Harp, who uh basically kind of like used to work for the Hudson Bay Company, which is kind of like a British run uh trading company. In the late 1700s, he goes rogue, and you find out why he went rogue, and uh, he's causing problems for the Hudson Bay Company. Yeah. Then it goes to um, this Irish uh, kid named Michael Smith, who uh, is basically a thief and gets caught on board and decides, you know what, we'll give you the freedom and the freedom of your friends who are with you at the time when you robbed our ship. <laughs> and But if you got to help us out, find Declan Harp yeah, and stuff like that. So I kind of like it too because yeah, Jason Jason Moda's in it, and another actress I kind of like, um, Zoe Boyle, is in it. She was in Downton Abbey too. She was like, yeah, she she's kind of good looking, smoking. <laughs> Tom, this is a PG. Yeah, this is a this is a G rated show. I care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah, Zoe Boyle. Yeah, she's pretty much a smoke show. Yeah, she's in it too. She's a uh, the. Innkeeper, uh, Mrs. Emily, yeah, Mrs. Emily, or Miss Emily, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's hot. <laughs> She's hot. 
All right, The Great, which is a Hulu original. Um, uh, yeah, um, so basically this is about uh, Catherine the Great, czar, last czar, and female um, czar of Russia or czarina of Russia. Yeah, because they stopped uh, having women be czars of Russia, so which kind of affects the Russian Revolution and like, yeah, but yeah. I'm on episode two, episode two, episode two, the greatest events of World War II in color. I'm on episode two of that. So this is a Netflix original. So yeah, we just got off the episode where they just talked about uh, Hitler invading Poland, France, and all the other European countries and kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Taking over France, stuff like that. Harlots. Um, I'm on episode two of that. I don't think we'll go into that. Basically, yeah, and uh, I've tried to keep this PG, but I got so Harlots is basically a show about 17th century or 1700s prostitutes, yeah, prostitutes, <coughs> prostitutes, <coughs> yeah. I mean, I still watch it because there's an actress on there that I think is kind of good looking, she's kind of cute, yeah, she's cute, yeah, yeah. All right, House of Cards, we all know that, Netflix. I mean, one of, like, the original. This is where, like, yeah, original Netflix originals really got started, House of Cards, on episode two. So, yeah, Frank Underwood um, didn't get the job as uh, in the cabinet, and he's kind of, like, plotting his revenge and, like, also doing or uh, writing up the education bill and stuff like that, trying to get that passed in the Senate. Yeah. Nightfall, which is based about Crusaders. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's a pretty neat show. Yeah, episode two, and that's about it. There's other shows too, like The Last of the Czars, which is basically about the last Nicholas II and the Russia Revolution. Um, the Last Kingdom, Netflix, and then uh The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. I haven't watched that yet, but we plan on doing this weekend. The morning show, Mystic River or Mystic Quest for uh Apple TV. All right. Norseman, or right, here's like the next three or next four Netflix. Norseman, Outer Banks. Yeah, my coach from uh college uh recommended the show to me. Paradise PD, which is basically yeah, kind of like adult cartoon show. Yeah, adult humor cartoon show. The Pinky Blinders. We gotta get back into watching that. Yeah. Uh, Hulu original Rami. Rami, we gotta watch that. I kind of a little interested in that. Uh, a Netflix documentary somewhat TV show called the o the rise of the Ottomans I watched that um, the Romanos which is basically a Amazon mini series or Amazon Prime mini series which is basically like about like the uh, Romanov dynasty of Russia so like this is kind of like the descendants like that are so it's like based in 2018 and it follows like stories of like different people who are Descendants of the Romanov dynasty. Next four are Space Force, The Spy, Tiger King, and uh, Wanderlust. Yeah. Don't go into details of that. Yeah. Mainly because we haven't really watched the episode. So we've only got to, uh, we've only watched the. Oh, yeah. And also, we haven't gotten Crossing Swords or Down uh, Spooked. Yeah. So, yeah, we won't go. So we watched Babylon Berlin, Beastie Boys documentary. Central Park, Comrade Detective, The Crown, Defending Jacob, um, Enchant Disenchantment, Empire of Games, Fada, 
Fragger Rock, Rock Out, Frontier, The Great, Greatest Moment, Greatest Events in World War II in Color, Harlots. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so, yeah. we won't go into detail of that show because mainly it's a little, yeah, a little racy and graphic, but yeah. Well, we kn now we know about you, Tom. You like racy comics. <laughs> I'm not watching because of that. I just like it because I do like this character on there. That she's kind of cute. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's move on. Move on. Move on. All right. House of Cards and Nightfall. So, and we're now on Last of the Zards. I just have this list of originals that we just like just yeah and just mark off every time. Yeah. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Alright. How much time do we got? Because I do want to talk about a show that's on Hulu and talk about the end of an era on Hulu. But we'll probably go to break real quick. Just kind of... Alright, we are back. And what, what we want to do before we wrap up the show today or tonight is we want to take a moment of silence to... Reflect on an end of an error on Hulu. It seems that South or Hulu decided to take South Park off this Wednesday, ending an error of fun Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah, but they'll it'll still be around. They'll still, but it's going to be on Hulu or on HBO Max now, which that's pretty much where all the other like non. Original shows for Netflix, Hulu, and Arrow going to go. Yeah. HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much becoming the new future of, like, streaming. Of, like, actually watching shows that you're just going to have to do it on streaming services. Because cable's going to die in the next year. I'm sorry to say that, folks, for people who are really into cable. But your days might be being numbered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your days might be numbered, yes. So anyway. So there is a few other shows that have been um, put on Hulu that I have really liked. They're British comedy shows. One is my favorite, and we're going to end the show to uh, the theme song to that show. is called The Black Adder. Yeah, The Black Adder, which is uh, the star of that is Rowan Atkinson, if you don't know who he is. In America, I'll give you a clue for like us Americans to know who uh, Rowan Atkinson is, but I do see there are a few uh, Canadians and Irish listeners on the show. Yeah, and they probably might know who uh, Rowan Atkinson is, but he is a British actor. He was um for the Lion King. He was in the Lion King. He was you know Sazu the um, Toucan. That's Rowan Atkinson. That's the actor. So he, this is. Black the Black Adder was basically one of the first things he got into for acting, like the first major thing he got into acting. And it's like um, a four season or four series uh, show that uh, last yeah for lasted for like four seasons yeah as I said four seasons and it kind of like goes back to like um, history and stuff like that. So like this character black adder has like DNA that guy goes back from like the days of like the middle ages, the first season to the days of, uh, the Elizabethan reign. So Elizabeth the first, so kind of like the 1500s, late 1500s. So yeah, during the Tudors and stuff like that. 
Um, then the third season is like basically like um, during the reign of King George. So uh, so like during like the French Revolution. So it's right after the American Revolution. They do mention that uh, season three. And then uh, there's another one that uh, the last one they go into World War One. They're like in the trenches and stuff like that. So it's mostly like British history, European history. And they do did some like three specials. Like they did one about uh, the English Civil War, which is like about 15 minutes long. And uh, they did one like a Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol one where uh, uh, they uh, make it so like they made the complete opposite. For, so like you know the original Christmas Carol where uh, he the character Ebenezer Scrooge is uh, a grump and like a miser and stuff like that, and then turns good at the end. Well, this is a complete opposite in this one. So he's good at the beginning and then turns yeah <laughs> turns really selfish at the end. Or like yeah, it's kind of funny yeah. The kindest and loveliest man in all of London. <laughs> Ebony's a blackadder. <laughs> yeah. And then they did one where, like, it's now, it was uh, 1999. It's New Year's Eve. And uh, so Blackadder has a bet with everybody. Hey, if I can uh, make a time machine and go back and bring some stuff back, you guys owe me some money and stuff like that. And so, yeah. So he does that, but he does it to the point where, like, at first he's conning them, but then Bordrick, um, basically, yeah, does does something that makes it turn into an actual real time scene. So they actually do go back in time and, like, yeah, go back to time, like the dinosaurs and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, in the process, they do do some like uh, altering the past and stuff like that, and then they have to go back and fix everything up, and then yeah, so yeah, so. So basically, yeah, so it's four seasons, and it's on Hulu. And so, like, there's, like, uh, three characters, so, like, three main characters in the show, and then, like, an antagonist, and then, like, uh, something like that. So Blackadder is, like, basically, yeah, kind of, like, um, the main character. Then he has, like, a dim-witted uh, aristocrat friend, and then kind of, like, another dim-witted, like, uh, poor lower-class buddy or sidekick and stuff like that. So, yeah, so it's Bordrick, but, like, the aristocrat friend is basically – it bounces back from each year. Like, there's – the first two seasons, it's Lord Percy Percy, and then uh, um, the third and fourth season is Prince George and Lieutenant George in the World War One. yes. Kind of an aristocratic idiot, yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, yeah, so probably favorite episodes for each season. So there's an episode. So you can watch these on a Hulu, so, yeah. So first season, the Middle Ages one, it's not really my favorite season, mainly because the Black Adder's characters just sound a little too, yeah, a little too. What was that? I've been hearing fireworks going off recently. I mean, that's been in the news recently. Like some of these neighborhoods have been hearing like fireworks, like mysteriously just going off. It's just weird. Huh. I mean, we are getting close to the Fourth of July, so. Yeah. Alright, so anyway, so the Middle Ages one, so I feel like my favorite episode on that, it's kind of hard because that's not really my favorite because I don't like Black Adder's character in that. I feel like he's a little too a little too feminine. Or his voice looks a little too, yeah, just not too, yeah. Yeah. Kinda, but it's kind of make it sound like a Middle Ages like kind of accent. Kind of like, yeah. They're trying to make it sound like the Middle Ages like, oh, yeah. And like, it just sounds a little like yeah, look too nerdy or a little too feminine on you. Yeah. 
Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Just, yeah. So, yeah, not really my favorite. And probably the which episode. It's probably the one where, like, the second episode where um, uh, they had to plan, like, a return party for their dad, the king, King Richard III. Which, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, they had to plan, like, a return party, like, celebrations for St. Leonard's Day, which is, like, a Saint's holiday. Yeah, St. Leonard's Day. So, one of uh, Scottish – or one of uh, the king's generals, Dougal McKangas, who is from Scotland, shows up and, like, he basically – yeah, so he basically makes problems for uh, Edmund. Yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of a funny episode. Like, he has to, like, in the entire episode, has to try to kill this uh, Dougal McKangas. But then finds out, like, he uh, is valuable because he's got some letters that might actually – uh, do damage to uh do damage yeah Red Sox yeah do damage to a uh, Prince Harry the Prince of Wales who is the antagonist of the show yeah <laughs> or the antagonist of the episode and yeah so yeah so that's probably my favorite not like my least probably the favorite one is like the World War One because that it's more military jokes like jokes that I get like military history and stuff like that like jokes I would actually get yeah. Now, I think the second season, the one where it's the Elizabethan era, the one where, like, the 1500s, like, the Tudors and stuff like that, the Queen of, uh, the Virgin Queen, Queen, Queen Elizabeth and stuff like that. So, I feel like the favorite, my favorite episode is episode five, where they, uh, so, like, uh, so Blackadder has to have, or, uh, finds out he has to have two parties. He's got to have a party to host his, uh, Puritan, um, aunt and uncle who will be giving him an inheritance. Yeah, but he uh, has to also have to uh, throw a party at the same time at his house for like uh, the antagonist in the show and a few of his friends, like a drinking party and cabinets. So yeah, they has a poem in two rooms and it just becomes really funny to the point where like he gets drunk. And <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like you have to watch the episode. Pretty neat. So yeah. And both have like, and the one where like uh, the other party is uh, basically yeah, he has to have a bed where like he uh can hold this because the they're all because the argument is like Lord Melchard, who is the antagonist of the show, and Blackadder, um, trying to see like who can hold their drink the most or like hold it like to the point where like uh whoever gets drunk first loses the bet, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whoever yeah can't hold his drink yet. <laughs> Longest, yeah, loses the bet. <laughs> it's pretty funny, yeah. I the bet. <laughs> See the little pixie, very easy. All right, this is a funny episode on the third season. Um, I think it's the episode five of the third season for uh. Prince George, well, Prince George is basically King George the son, who actually the George Churcher on the Black Adders, you know the uh, Doctor House on the House uh, show. That's him. That's actually one of the first things he actually got in. He's actually a British actor, yeah. So he's also the dad of George Stuart Little, yeah. He's also, yeah. Who Laurie? Yeah, who Laurie? Yeah. So yeah, so he's uh, Prince George in this, and he also is in the. Um, four season, uh, the one World War One we'll get into, yeah. So, the so this one is like the third season is basically the 
one where uh, it's like right after the revolution, American Revolution, and it's like during the French Revolution, the Napoleonic Wars. You got to deal with like guys like King George the Third and Duke of Wellington and uh, Pitt the Younger, yeah, Prime Minister. So yeah, so yeah, Prince George. So yeah, anyway, so it's season episode five. So Black Hatter's having trouble with like uh, getting money for uh, his uh, pay bills and stuff like that. So he decides, well. That's no problem. I'll just get some money from the prince and then finds excuse me, bird. Um, finds out that Prince George doesn't have any money either. <laughs> so that's a problem. So their idea was you gotta marry him money. So like he has to marry like a wealthy family or wealthy family, and then finds out that yeah, that this wealthy family isn't really wealthy at all. Like you're really poor at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, the wedding's off, and then it also, like, the episode also falls into, like, a highway win that turns out to be, yeah, and then it turns out, so, yeah, they got to deal with the highway men too. Yeah, it's a pretty funny episode, yeah. yeah. So, and then episode, or uh, season four, the last episode, or last season, I feel like there's a second episode, the, the court martial one, or, corp, or uh, corporal punishment is what it's called. So, Blackadder does not... Captain Blackadder does not really want to advance over the German trenches and stuff like that. So he does everything where he can. And then the final straw that kind of gets him into trouble is he shoots or General Melchard's uh, pigeon <laughs> uh, that was giving him a message to uh, move now, like move, make the advance now, advance on the enemy at once. And, like, so basically, yeah, so he's basically trying to get off, like, disobeying orders and not, like, advancing on the enemy because he doesn't want to move because, yeah, because World War One was, those charges were suicide charges. Yeah, because they will all get slaughtered every time they get out of the trench. So, so he does everything, yeah, so he, anyway, going back, so he shoots Melchard's pigeon and then Melchard finds out and, like, yeah, loses, yeah, loses his poop and then decides to a court-martial uh, Black Hatter. And it's so, like the whole trial is pretty funny. It's like a kangaroo court. Like it's not really a fair trial. Like it kind of makes it look like, yeah, Melchard's the judge. <laughs> the Flanders pigeon murderer. <laughs> oh, hey, judge, uh, give me the black cap. I'm going to be needing that. <laughs> In English uh, court procedures, the black, if they're referring to the black hat means, yeah, that's like kind of like the death penalty. That's like they put on the black hat and basically, yeah, so the signal, hey, I've made my decision and it's. Guilty and yeah, the death penalty. So, so yeah, so yeah, so he's already like made up his mind of where he's deciding. <laughs> I love a fair trial. <laughs> I love a fair trial. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, he does eventually get off. Spoiler right, we're right there. He does. Well, he does get found guilty, but then last minute, George's uncle was minister of war, so he was able to get Blackadder off, but. His uncle actually was actually getting dispatches of the whole court proceeding, so he decided to uh, help his uh, nephew out, George, and like reverse the decision. So right as like he's about to get executed, a messenger shows up and says like, "Hey, hey, hey, yeah, you, you stop the prison, stop, yeah, stop, stop, stop," and he gets off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. So a really good show. Yeah, I would recommend watching it. I mean. You have to learn about like British culture and stuff like that to kind of get some of the jokes, but it is kind of funny. It is kind of a little bit dark, a little bit of toilet humor too. So like kind of like uh, some, it's like uh yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah, they do make some jokes too that are kind of like uh, satire and kind of like uh, not G-rated. Yeah, kind of like toilet humor. Yeah, but it's it's pretty funny. It's it's a pretty funny show. Yeah. I like it too because it talks about history too, especially the World War One like military history. That's a, yeah, that's the favorite one. The World War One series or a season. <laughs> So yeah, really good show. So recently we've been putting on a uh, TikTok uh, videos of flags. We're gonna do another one after this episode, after we get done and uh, ready. Yeah, so we're gonna do another one. So uh, yesterday was a uh, stars and stripes, and then a uh, section ten flag, which we also put on TikTok and Twitter and on the Instagram page. Yeah, so pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be seeing one pretty soon on TikTok. So just want to let you know that. All right. Anything else? I think we're done. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So if we were going to do – so I should have apologized and said something to you guys about taking off last week. It's just not to worry. When I do something like that, it doesn't mean the show is going to end. No, no. If we were planning on ending the show, we would have done a last season finale or a la- or a season finale or a, or a series finale or something like that. Yes, series finale. We would not be doing something like yeah, just abruptly ending and not really coming back. Yeah, we will not do that. We will let you know when the end's the end. Yeah. All right, so that about do it. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to keep doing what I love. Subscribe, read and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Royal, and then follow my personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog underscore 92. We will have those in the details of the episode. Follow the show on Instagram at um, RoarRooters1992. And then follow the, and then uh, or yeah, then follow the TikTok page also at Roar Rooters nineteen ninety two. Follow the Pinterest page, and then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doesn't matter to us. And with that being said, I feel like that about do it. See you guys next week. Manana.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go home, please. Go. No.